I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Roof Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope you're well. I hope you've been staying healthy. Exciting news in the UK that we're starting to move back to uh, an exit plan and uh, some semblance of normality. And that leaves me feeling hopeful and optimistic. And I hope it does you too, whatever's going on for you. Now, at the beginning of the year, I may have shared with you that we became pescatarian. And it was on the 1st of January. And nothing to do with New Year's resolutions at all. I don't believe in those per se. But the UK officially separated from the EU and our animal welfare standards are on the fall because of that. They are potentially not going to be as good. And that for me was the icing on the cake in terms of of eating animals. Also, I listened to a podcast by the chap who runs Compassion in World Farming. And he said, and I don't remember his exact words, and he didn't say it with judgment, But he basically said how strange it was that people would walk down the street talking to their dogs who were wearing gorgeous coats and eating wonderful organic food and having toys and a beautiful bed and everything else. And yet they'd be going home and taking out some chicken breasts from the freezer that had come from an industrially reared animal. And he said he found that strange. And, and that, that was also the thing for me. I thought, you know what? That's me. I do talk to Cammy. She does get the best of everything. We look after her incredibly well. And yet we're still eating meat that is not always reared in the way that I would be happy with. We do, or we did, make an effort to eat meat that came from farms, from places like Farm Drop, where you can be fairly satisfied about the standard of living and the standard of the culling, the killing as well, but not always. And for me, this is one that's got to be all or nothing. I'm either not eating animals or I'm eating them. So that was the decision we made. But in order to ensure that we were as healthy as possible... Um, we went to see a nutritionist. Her name is Alexandra Rock. I, I really recommend her. Um, she's based in London, but of course you can contact her online and I'll put a link to her details in the show notes. Hopefully she won't be inundated. Um, but I really recommend going to see a very, very experienced, wonderfully uh, presented information and really great follow-up as well. So we went to see her and she explained everything that we would need to consider, things like um, omega-3s, omega-6s, B12, zinc, iodine, magnesium, all these different things you need to think about when you take meat out of the picture. And of course, protein, protein being the really big one. Now, despite having a career in fitness spanning nine years and being interested in fitness for my entire life, pretty much, I'd never really given a lot of thought to protein. I had tried in the past various different protein powders and just found them way too sweet and and really grim, really didn't get on with them. And when I actually thought about how much protein I currently ate or ate prior to giving up meat, I don't know if it was anywhere near enough. And I wonder if that sort of hindered some of my fitness efforts in some way. Because Alexandra explained that uh, we should be having uh, about 1.8 times body weight in grams of protein. So I weigh 69 kilos. So that means I need to be consuming uh, about 124 grams of protein. So to break that down for you, because I had to do quite a bit of research on this, an egg contains 13 grams of protein, a piece of fish on average 20 grams. I didn't look into meat, 
but we know that should be protein dense. Um, but I didn't look into it because, of course, that's not an option for me now. And I realized that actually I was eating nowhere near 124 grams of protein on average. Nowhere near. Um, and for a lot of us, the, the recommended allowance is 2.2 times body weight in protein, which is, you know, obviously it's, it's quite a bit more. I've gone for 1.8 um, based on my activity levels. So that was a, a really interesting insight around protein. And I have changed that. And I'll explain to you in a minute how I've done it. It's not been that complicated. But first, let's talk a little bit about um, the benefits of having enough protein in your diet. Because I think the majority of us, having looked at hundreds of food diaries and anecdotal stories and thinking about how I've eaten, I think we get way too many carbohydrates in, probably not enough good fats, too many, adverted commas, bad fats, that would be omega-6s, vegetable oils being one prime example, and not enough protein. Now, of course, this is a generalization. You might be listening thinking, well, I get plenty. Great then this isn't going to be the episode that you get a whole ton from. But most people that I've observed don't necessarily get enough protein. Here are just a handful of reasons, six reasons why it's a good shout to get as much in your diet as you can. Firstly, fundamentally, protein is made up of amino acids that help us grow and repair. Growing muscle, growing cells and tissue and repairing those cells and tissues as well. So it's absolutely essential from that point of view to get adequate protein levels. But it also makes us feel fuller for longer. Some of you might remember the Fuller for Longer campaign by M&S where they introduced a range of foods that were more protein dense. And that was a shrewd move in a way because even though it was pasta salads in some cases and, and sandwiches, which on balance maybe isn't the best shout, they were including more protein um, of varying qualities. And that was good from a health point of view, but they also understood that protein helps us feel more full. It's more satiating. So it, it helps us to, to manage hunger and to feel more full. And the effect of protein on the body is that it, it suppresses ghrelin a little bit. And ghrelin is the hormone that makes us feel hungry. And it pushes up peptide YY, which makes us feel full. So satiety is the second benefit. Bone health is the third one. Great for bone health and particularly for, for women who are perimenopausal, such as me, or menopausal. Um, perimenopausal means before or around and menopausal is essentially once you've been through the menopause. Um, and it's great for bone health. And of course, uh, perimenopausal, menopausal women will have a drop in estrogen, which can impact bone density. So things like sarcoprosis and osteoporosis, so a reduction in bone density can be an issue, very often is an issue. So bone health would be number three. Protein has a higher um, thermo effect of food. So what that means is it essentially burns more calories processing that food. So you get that sort of caloric deficit perspective on things as well. It can lower blood pressure and it also helps us keep, it, keep fit and strong. And if we can keep fit and strong, we can do more with our bodies. We can achieve more. We can interact with the world more. We can maintain a higher level of overall health, fitness and well-being if we've got that, that adequate amount of protein that keeps us fit and strong. So that's a handful of benefits. There are more. Now, how have I increased my protein intake? I've done it this way. I found an amazing protein powder by Vivo Life. I'll link to it in the show notes. The raw cacao flavor is the one that really works for me. Absolutely delicious, not too sweet. And that gets me 50 grams of protein in, in my morning smoothie. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, I then have three eggs a day. An egg, as I said, is approximately 13 grams. So that's 39 grams of protein. 
uh, just via three eggs, sometimes hard boiled, sometimes scrambled. I have protein bars by Eat Natural and they're 10 grams each. So I'll have one of those sometimes. Occasionally we'll eat fish. So that is the next thing that we'll look to take out of our diets, but not yet. And that's approximately 20 grams a piece of fish. And then I'll sometimes take amino acids, which are tablets by a manufacturer called MAPS, M-A-P-S. Again, I'll link to that in the show notes. And they provide a gram each. So I'll take five or 10 of those. And sometimes I'll time those before exercise as well. So five tablets, about 20 minutes before exercise, helps me to feel a little bit more energized. I find I can get some more out of those workouts and then take five afterwards to help with the rebuild process. Now, all in all, that's 89, 99, 109, 129 grams. What I've just outlined there, 129 grams. So if I do all that, I'm getting that, that target amount. Sometimes I might not have the amino acids or the bar. I, I, I flex it a little bit, but I'm getting at least 100 grams of protein in a day. And that is quite a big jump from what I was getting. And I put that down primarily to the, the biggest bang for buck, which is the protein powder. So if you took one thing from this podcast, I suggest it's that consider adding in a protein powder into your day. It also means you may be getting more vegetables or fruits into your diet as well, because you can blend it all up in a smoothie. So a Nutribullet is typically pretty cheap to get hold of. I bang in some frozen spinach and frozen blueberries, um, either a kiwi or an apple or a pear, depending on what we've got. Some walnuts, the protein powder, bosh into the Nutribullet. And then I drink that over the course of the morning. And that has probably been the biggest game changer because you don't have to cook up a bit of fish. The bars I've, I've always got, you know, got a few nasties in them. The amino acids, no one wants to be boshing tablets all the time. So, so that's what I've been doing. And I've noticed a difference in my musculature. That's the key thing to leave you with as well. I have noticed a difference. And it's affected appetite as well. It's reduced my need for snacking and for the odd bit of biscuit intake. I hope that's been helpful. Feel free as always to share with anyone you think would benefit from listening to this. Look out for the episode next week. I'll talk to you then. And as always, stay healthy. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, Take our short Health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.